Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Revelation chapter 3, I read from verse 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, This thing says he who is holy, he who is true, he who holds the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. Glory be to God in the highest. Can I make a comment there? He said, I did say he who opens and no man, no one. When he says no one, anything, anything created. When God opens, nothing created can shut it. Now, you and I have to come to terms with that and believe it. Let it become part of our core convictions in life. And then you see what's going to happen. And when he shuts, no one can open. I know your works. Verse 8. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. (laughs) Your marriage, no one can shut it. Raising your children in the way and manner of the Lord, no one can shut it. Your health, no one can shut it. Your life, no one can shut it. Your finances, no one can shut it. Your ministry, no one can shut it. Glory be to God in the highest. Yeah. I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength. You have kept my word. You have not denied my name. You know, the next verse now says, everyone that constitutes the force or the forces to stop you from being what I've made you to be, from reaching the goal I've ordained that you be in life, those who are trying to shut a door that I've not shut, he said, by the time I get you there, I will get them to come and bow down. They will lick the dust off your feet. It's good to trust God. So that's what I want to talk on today. And I thank God for your prayers because it's like every time I open my Bible, there's something to say. Because it's the place of calling. It always comes with a burden. So I was asking God, I said, now what do I say today? So I looked at this bit of it and the area I want to stress is I've said for you an open door and no one can shut. And this is why, the reason, what qualifies you for this? Because he spoke to seven churches and this one was unique. So what qualified this church? This is it. He says, your strength is small. You have a little strength. But you've kept my word. And you have not denied my name. And so I was thinking about that and he just, he pointed me straight, honest to God's character. To a character of God that, you know, one doesn't take too, I mean, well, one has not taken too much time to look at. You see, what character? The weak. The poor. The small strength person that knows the enormity of his assignment and yet he knows that 
my capacity. Oof. And he is not given to just fretting. Yeah, there will be times that he will be afraid, but then he runs back to God all the time. That's the aspect I want to look at today. So open with me to Isaiah 66, just to prove this character of God. Isaiah 66. Hallelujah. I'll read the, just a lot to read there, but I'll limit it to two, two verses because of my time. Thus says the Lord, verse 1. Good. Heaven is my throne, and earth is my full stool. Listen to me, brethren, brothers and sisters. Heaven, God said, heaven is my throne. The earth is my food too. So the greatest glory on earth, what I said in your is that the greatest glory that men will kill themselves for is nothing but a food too. Can you see how God sees things? And earth is my footstool. Now hear him. So, which house do you want to build for me to impress me? A palace built in diamonds? It's a footstool. So, where is the place of my rest? So, even assume that you really want to impress me and you are abusing the best on, on earth and you want to give. I appreciate it, but I want you to understand that that's just a footstool. Verse 2. For all those things that you see that makes... You as a man, that is me as a man, want to flip and hey, or lose my head. It's all these things you see. My hand has made them. And all those things exist, says the Lord. Say, but this one will I look at. This is my focus. Okay. And what is it? Him who is poor of a, and of a contrite heart or spirit and who trembles at my word. Now, I didn't write this down, but it's just kind of flowing into my spirit, man. Come on, great pastor. Come on. Giant of a minister, raise the dead, hallelujah. I mean, when he enters, everybody shakes, yeah, anointing, yes. So when you get there, you know what I, you know my standard? When I was in prison, did you visit me? When I was there of hunger, did you feed me? When I was in the hospital and there was no hope for me and everybody abandoned me, did you care? Say, wait, 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 God. But I did 
I did this in your name. There's a difference from doing in my name and doing for me. Okay, when did I see you hungry? I mean, hungry and I didn't feed you. Which prison were you locked up? Was it Krikri or Abadagri or Abuja? I, I, I don't understand, God. Say whatever you do to the least of this world. Now, I just said that to say this. Can you see his focus? Now, I'm not preaching go do charity. because Well, it's part of what is expected of us. Come on, you know that. But what I'm stressing today is this. Can you see that God minds this? The one who really knows his assignment and wants to go for it, but recognizes that he doesn't have all the capacity to do it. And now, and that one is not just staying there and giving up. That one is saying, God help me. God, I'm looking at you because I'm looking towards you. I have to do this thing. This is what, this is your will on earth. This is your kingdom come. I feel body. This is what you call me to. But I don't have the means, my energy, my strength, my soul, my resources. Help me. He said, that's my focus. My focus is him whose strength is small. But I kept my word. That's my focus on earth. So you can see why this church oof, of Philadelphia was God's prototype. This wasn't the church that you will list among the churches that were making it. Because it was not obvious that they were making it. But God knew that they were making it to the best of their ability. But they just didn't have the means. To cover as much as you would have loved to see to compare them with others. He said, I will help you. I will keep the door open before you. And what applies to that church applies to every individual. Like this. The door is open. For your assignment. When I say your assignment, see, this is my assignment. It's going to get better by the in the name of Jesus. See, it's what he has said. If I have a prayer, let me believe him for what he has said. And if I do, then I will war in warfare by what he has said. And no one can shut it. The same thing with you in your place of assignment. Whether you're a doctor or a lawyer, one thing that we make clear is that when it comes to the believer, there is no secular and spiritual. Your whole life is to his glory. As a banker, as a doctor, as a lawyer, you will be, you be such a blessing to humanity and yet you're making your money. You'll be such a blessing to a nation and yet you are rich. You'll be such a blessing to generations because bottom line, God is celebrating you. And that's what I call the disciple of Christ. <laughs> Isaiah 40. I was still following the trail of this character of God that he was calling my attention to. So don't be surprised when they say, ah, that person is a member of Fountain. Ordinary public primary school teacher. Russia is inviting her. Japan is inviting him. 
primary school teacher. Hey, Tim Monkoko. The door is open. And no one can shut it. What I'm seeing is that there is no mega assignment. There is no assignment that is too small. In the hand of God, they are all equally important because it's to his glory. I feel the fire. Isaiah 40. I'll read from verse 29 quickly. The whole thing is beautiful. I was reading, I said, wow, I wish this is your... Let me just preach from 40. 66. I said, let me just preach from 66. So I, I see the same thing all over the place. Can you imagine from Revelation 30, I'm seeing all these things here. Oh, sorry, Revelation 3, rather. 29. Oh, let me from 28. Have you not known... And what was leading to that? He says, why do you say in 27, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my ways are hidden from the Lord. In other words, my ways are obscured from the Lord. I mean, God has too much to do. He has too much work to do. I mean, he doesn't see me. Why are you thinking that way? And my just claim is passed by. I'm doing my best. I've kept myself. I've this, this, this. But you see, God has too much assignment. Well, by the time he thinks of Billy Graham and Kenny Hagee and Papa Deboye, and who am I? Why? That's what he's saying. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he doesn't faint, he's not, he never faints nor weary. Why are you reducing him to your level? He is elevating you to his level, you are trying to reduce him to your level. His understanding is unsearchable. Now, this is where I'm going. Can we all reach verse 29 together? Who does he give the power? I can hear you. Does he give the power? And to those who have no might, he does what? Can you see this character of God? We saw in Isaiah 56. He said, look, they are poor, but they are obsessed with my word. So I did a little bit of studies, as it were. Verse 29, where he says, he gives part of the week. I didn't do the complete work study. I just picked some things that I was looking for there. And to those who have no might, I put the word might. Hallelujah. To those who have no might, he increases strength. The strong says that that word is the masculine now indicating strength. So it was interchanging might and strength, you know, like that. He says the masculine now indicating strength. And what it means is manhood. And he described it by, I mean, he says, he calls it, he says, no, no, manhood, and it means generative power. Okay. He now says, example, Reuben was the first fruit of Jacob's generative power. Hello, is somebody hearing me? Reuben was the firstborn. The dashing, strong, virile Jacob. That's the first produce. Ability to produce. Might. And that's why the Bible says that the spirit, says the spirit of God shall be upon him, Isaiah chapter 11. The spirit of what? The spirit of the Lord. The spirit of what? Wisdom and understanding. The spirit of? Counsel and? Might is fortitude. 
Might is ability to be all that you are created to be. To accomplish everything you are created to accomplish in life. That's might. Generative power, it means strength. It talks of physical strength. It talks of wealth, riches, capacity to make it. I looked at it. I said, to them who have no, and to those who have no might, it increases strength. I look at strength. Strength here, again, look at it. See, that one was might. It says the masculine word indicating strength. This one is strength. Is the feminine word indicating might. That's Hebrew. And here it means the strength of a person. See, the, he said, to them who have no mind, ability to generate, he says, he increases strength. What is the strength? Social power, social capacity, political capacity, physical strength, emotional strength, moral strength. Now, if you read further from that 29, it says, remember, it's like somebody is saying, God is, I'm so obscured from God, he doesn't see me. You know, and I say, come on, have you not known? What are you talking about? Then now says, he gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. 30, even the youth, because the glory of the youth is their strength. Where the youth fail, they that wait upon the Lord, we gallop with ten horsepowers. I mean, I say, I mean, a thousand horses put together, because it is the strength of the Lord. And ladies and gentlemen, what we are saying here, let me give you another example. Out of the mouth of babes, can you see again? And suckling infants, as against, hey, strong man, muscular babes, suckling infants. What has he ordained? Strength, the same strength. You know what strength here, by the time I concluded, it said it is capacity for productivity and creativity. I now went back into my revelations and looked at though your strength is small, you know what the strength is there? Achieving power. The same thing. Achieving what? Capacity for what? For, for, for achieving what? Capacity for producing what? For creating what? The reason for which you are created. Capacity to finish. Capacity to complete. In fact, that's what I have from the book of Revelation. Capacity to do, to be all that I have created you to be. So I'm saying all this to say, your strength is more for this church. The reason you are there to glorify me. To make my glory known. Bring my message of hope and deliverance in every area of the life of your community. I see you doing it. But I see you feeling inadequate as it were. Because maybe you don't lack what others have to do as you would like to do. And sometimes you feel intimidated. I am telling you now. Because I see you. You are not giving up. You are burdened. You are driven by this burden but somehow you fear and yet you are you are, you are, you are stopped with my word you are busy standing in the world and expecting and looking up to me hear me I've opened the door 
and no one can shut it. The qualities you have, which the devil cannot stop, is that you never stop depending on me. You never stop depending on my word. You see, you see the way it works? I said all this to say to you, is there an area where you are so scared that you may not make it? Have you ever found your place in a, your place, yourself in a place where you are appointed to an office but you are scared because you think I don't have all it takes to handle it? I may fail. I don't want to fail. And what we see in you is not so much uh, pride. It is high. Will I be able to? Is timidity. Because you know that you don't have what it takes to compete with the people you are hearing that have been there or that are in that area. And so you are like, God help me. God help me. He said, listen to me. By the time I finish with you, even the experts will be celebrating you. Oh, I feel the fire burning in my heart. Do you believe me, I do? You are the church that Jesus depends on. You are the leader he's waiting for in that sector. You are. He says, see, I have opened the door and no one can shut it. No one can intimidate you anymore. No circumstance can put you down anymore. So your focus has always been on you and now your smallness is now reversed. It's on God and his vastness. <laughs> and you look at situations through the eye of the vastness of the God that has called you and sent you forth. Have you observed that if you are gather, can you see all your eyes are on me? Your faces are turned towards here, your eyes are focused on me. True or false? Watch this. If you see me do this, everybody is looking at what I'm looking. Don't you know that everybody looks at what you are looking they invariably see what you are seeing. If all you see is your sm- it's a small God and a big monster devil and they fill your life and how intimidated and how uncapable you are, that's what the people will see because they will, t- they will focus on what you are focusing. But if in spite of you, you are focusing on the God that cannot fail, when they move near you, the presence, the fear is the God that cannot fail. It's the presence of the lion of the tribe of Judah. You command leadership. You command followership. And they are saying, we don't know about him. We don't know about her. But you know your inspiration. With, I, tell, I mean, I tell myself, and I will share my wife. I say, you see, I, I was, again, I shared it. Everyone who has changed their life, who has changed their time, they were, they, they were all inspirational leaders. Because by their standing, they inspire others. They only need to just move along. People are clamoring to follow their tracks. To follow their tracks. They demonstrate courage. They demonstrate value. They demonstrate integrity. They demonstrate uh, uh, the abilities of God. You know why? Because every inspirational leader is an inspired leader. They depend on powers and forces that are beyond them. And they have so much confidence. And so they are not afraid to take on the most monstrous of challenges because they are God. Their inspiration is bigger than whatever problem it is. 
So we don't make mistakes when we say Nigeria has a great future. Some laughed. Watch. It's not, in the, it's not just in the lives of our grandchildren. In our lifetime, you will see. In the name of Jesus. And we are not afraid. Let me say this. In spite of mistakes and fears, here and there, believe you me, you will finish well. Your life will glorify Jesus. That's the idea and that's the truth. Now you know the character of God. First Peter 5, 5 to 7. James 4, 6 to 10. He resists the proud. He gives grace to the weak. That's his character. You see your calling, brethren, that not too many mighty, not so many strong. And yet, before your end, the end of your life, the whole world is shaken by your ministry. How do you say to what do you say to that? So let me put the message. Acts chapter seven. Can you see our confidence? So can both say, Yeah, this is my story. This is my song. Praising my all the day. This is my story. This is my song. Praise my Savior. All the day long. Practical example of what I was saying. God met him, in, God met him and told him how beat in his sleep. He said, hey, see, every sheep bowing down to your own sheep. He went to tell his dad. He said, huh? And his brothers too could interpret it. Every sheep falling down, you're standing. What do you mean? Are you our leader? Then he had another dream. All the stars and the sun and the moon all bowing down. Ha-ha. And the father who knew it just kept quiet and was saying, shut up. And the father loved him, not because of that. He had always loved him. He loved all his children. And now that created a problem for him. So what did he get? He was going to be killed. So he ended up in a pit. From a pit to prison. But did he he end up being what God said he would be? A practical example of your your strength not being enough. When he was in the prison, the devil would say, I thought everybody's bowing to you. I thought you saw everybody bowing to you. <laughs> they are bowing to you. Can you see that? <laughs> and you will say, oh, God, God, God. But you said, You have held on to my word. And how does the Bible record that? God was with him. But then, our fathers, the fathers, the patriarchs, envious, became jealous. Don't be angry when they are jealous of you. You'll be wasting your time. You'll be, you'll be getting distracted when you, are, when you are mindful of, of haters. And Permit me, jealous ass. So, it's a distraction for you. You know why? Because there is a platform like that in their lives too. If you let them distract you and derail you when they get there, they probably have learned the lesson from your own failure. They won't do your failure to learn. 
They will use your victory to learn in Jesus' name. So don't, don't ever, people will get, be, it's, it's natural for men to be envious and be jealous. It's natural. Did you hear me? Natural. If you have money, they'll be, nat- they'll, be, they'll, be, they'll be envious. If you don't have money and instead of you looking sad, you are, you are still posing. They'll be envious. If you are too quiet walking this way, they say, don't mind them. That's it. Is it the mother of Jesus? Or if you like this, don't mind him. As if he's the only one that killed Jesus. Or he's the one that killed Jesus. And when you come, say, hey, 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 hey. Say, ah, kill him, do no, eh? I say, what, what's making him happy? Don't mind him. Is he the only one? If you want to use my knowledge, there is no human wisdom you can apply. If you go this way, there will be people that will attack you. You go this way, they will attack you. You go this way, they will attack you. You go this way to attack you. So watch us. Be inspired. And for all the attacks that are coming, you just understand that it's just the fact that God is trying to let you know that your strength is too small. For what? You are going, you are, you are achieving, and we still achieve because He knows what He created you to achieve. And when God created you to achieve, it's always towards people, it is centripetal. When it's God, when He lands, boom, you are thinking of people. Hey, hey, hey. When it is man, when He lands, it's me, 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 me. Even when you give testimonies, it's because of me. But when you are, when you give your testimony, you are saying, Look, you know where I'm coming from. You can be like that. And they are the ones in the community where you live that becomes your inspiration and your model. And of course, you know how much you suffer them and you torture them. You run after their cars everywhere. Before they close, everybody. Ah! One time a woman met me and said, Pastor, I will leave church. I said, why? He said, ah, number of people asking me for money are too many. Ah. I said, ah, <laughs> you are blessed. You are blessed. It's because you are blessed. Why will you run away? Your testimony is an encouragement. So see it as an opportunity to glorify God and a blessing to humanity. But please don't do what your power cannot do. Do what God's power can do in your life. Because he's the one that opens the door. So what happened to him? See what happened to him? Egypt a slave, but God was what? Happy. God was what? Right there with him. How? Because he latched onto God and his word. God said it wasn't him. He not only rescued him, that is God not only rescued him from all his troubles, but brought him to the attention of Shanda. When God is with you, when God opens a door, you will meet the right person. The mountain will go flat. I mean flat. The valleys will be filled up. The crooked will be straightened. The double leaf gate will be flung open. Nothing can stop you again in your life. Tell your neighbor, say the door is open. Jesus has opened the door. Permanently open. And no one can shut it. That means that all that should flow into your life, they have started flowing now. I said they are flowing now. That business that looks like it's going to fail, get ready because tomorrow you'll begin to have problems with how to handle the climb. <laughs> it's as a man thinking in his heart, and man doesn't think what he doesn't know. I tell you, 
Pharaoh, king of Egypt, he was impressed with Joseph. And guess what? He put him in charge of the whole country. I'm talking to somebody here today. Today. Very soon you are coming to tell us. Your influence will be affecting the entire nation. And you are hearing me right now in the name of Jesus. You mean you just sit and you are just thinking it and it's affecting the nations. Because God will open the door for you. Give you a platform where just implement what you will have done in the corner of your room. What normally you do in the corner of your room. And the whole nation will be going to be blessed. Tell your neighbor you are a blessing to humanity. Come on, say it again. You are a blessing to humanity. I know you have little, many blessings in your life. I know you are looking for blessings in your life. But God has gone beyond that. He has blessed you more than enough. You are now a blessing to humanity. You can't be pursuing being a blessing to humanity and you will not be blessed. I decree in the name of Jesus, you are blessed. Let me say it again. I say you are blessed. Your strength may be small, but you have kept his word. You have not denied his name. An open door. No eyes falling for you in pleasant places. Door of wisdom and favor. Favor with God and with man. Prosper in the name of Jesus. The city on the hill, the light of your world. And God will not light you and put on their bushel. He is displaying you for all to see. And they will see your good works. And God alone will be glorified. Come on, celebrate God in your life. 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 I say celebrate Jesus in your life. Celebrate Jesus in your life. In your family. In your marriage. In the lives of your children. In your assignment. Celebrate Jesus. Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Shall we all rise, please? We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai would require. Please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilikoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.